it's breathe. weird. It's take your, a deep it's breath. It's your first one in a year? I need yeah. you to take three deep breaths. Three deep? Three deep breaths. Four K breaths. I need you to three deep breaths. Four day four K. There you go. There you go. All right, you ready? Whoa, depth. I know. <laughs> we can see it all. It's coming at me. Here we go. Now how about you come at me with this intro? Hey everybody, welcome back. Fuck, that's good. To the five hundred greatest films podcast. The best movie podcast in the world. Oh my god, there's no edition. Normal That's edition. That's it. Regular dish. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Hector Navarro. Sitting across from me is my good buddy, Welcome Mr. Back. Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. Do, 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 do. That's my new greeting. <laughs> Say hi to the people. Hi. That's, I just said that's my new greeting. <laughs> do, 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 do. Um, and uh, I, am, I am thrilled to be able to say this right now. Our guest tonight. Wait, what? Is fully vaccinated, just like we are. Oh my god! <laughs> Facts for life. And um, <laughs> this is our first. This is our first guest back on the regular show in over a year. Um, Kel and I had 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 kept the show going during the quarantine, and we pivoted and we stopped doing movies on this list, and we just did. We watched a bunch of movies we like. Franchises and different, yeah. you know, I directors. Now, I thought you did all everything on Disney Plus. No, that's a separate. That's thing. just the oh, thing just he a, does on his thing. own. I'm insane. <laughs> That's just what I do. Because yeah, I'm that's insane. A pod- he records his own podcast and releases it to nobody. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. On like a little tape deck in my room. Uh-huh, like. uh-huh. <laughs> you guys want to feel how I little see how I feel about Be Our Chef? Our guest tonight is a writer, actor, Twitch host, our dear friend. You may know her from things that we did at like Geek and Sundry years ago together. Mm-hmm. Um, a but, Twitch uh, stream a few weeks ago. Yeah, that, yeah, one of those that thing. But it is the immensely talented Steph Woodburn is our guest. Wow, this Hi, is Steph. this is the nicest introduction I've had in many many years. <laughs> we're so ha- we're yeah. so happy Hector's to have the best you. Best in the biz at introductions. Very, yeah. We showered you with compliments and you food did. and cake. You did. Oh, it was delicious food mm-hmm. and delicious cake. Mm-hmm. It was a olive oil cake. I made a cake. Blackberry. Ooh. Yep. Dressing, icing, dressing, dressing, uh-huh. <laughs> for all of and our... a mascarpone. He made cheese Ooh. for this. Uh, I made a cheese marzipan. Not, yeah, yeah, I made some not, almond cheese. Not, not just marzipan, but mascarpone. Mascarpone, <laughs> close, <Yeah. laughs> similar. And close. right now, Steph in is spelling is uh, Steph's flipping through the magazine because mm-hmm. we have the magazine out again. We do, and it's and the magazine. We blew off the dust. Yeah. Sir Giles has been using it as a blanket, but it, now he doesn't it, have his blanket anymore. It feels like um, it's weird. It feels like that's part. This is part of the show, like a, 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 a always like a. I feel like we guest. took it out of a vault that was in a glass case. A little bit, a little bit. And Steph, just flipping through the magazine without any spoilers, without yeah, coming down hard no. on any one particular Mm-mm. movie or praising one particular no. movie. What's your overall thoughts of this list? It's bad. Uh... <laughs> My overall thoughts is that there's things that work and things that could work better. (laughs) (laughs) Diplomatic as hell. Wow. Wow. Oh, my goodness. It is a quite (laughs) A-list of films that have been made. (laughs) I can't disagree with that. (laughs) Yeah. So far, these are facts. uh, (laughs) There are movies on there. I'd say 500. Voter (laughs) demographic. No, it's okay. It's okay. um, Does it feel like it's from 2008? Or earlier, <laughs> yeah. No, but it's it's some of them are great, and some of them are. I'm like, whoa, that that's number like four ninety, and then that one's like number two, right. or, or whatever it is. And then right. I'm like, oh, or one, and yeah. then it's like or one. It's interesting. I love number four. 
I'm going to spoiler alert. Go ahead. What is it? I love number four. Shawshank yeah. Redemption. Shawshank. Yeah. So uh, Hector had me guess the number one movie. And mm-hmm. the first movie I guessed was Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. And I was so pleased to say, he's like, you're close. That's number four. I was like, oh, that's yeah. good. Top 10. I, I like knew it was one. top 10. A Darabont. Like is yeah. that a movie that anytime it was on cable, you'd watch the whole thing? Oh, yeah. And yeah. maybe that's it, though. That's why <laughs> No, I'm more like my family would watch. They would be just on yeah. in the background. And then, you know, or it's yeah. just got like, Morgan Freeman's voice. And you've got the thing. And it's like, is, it, is it your favorite movie of all time? I think because I saw it many times as a child. Wow. <laughs> I think, well, I think, but then the thing is, like, you establish your list when you're young, right? And it's mm-hmm. really hard for anything mm-hmm. to knock. Like, I love promising young women, but it's hard for, like, once you establish like your top few when you grow up. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I can open my mind to change my list. I love Milan Rouge. I feel like Shawshank Redemption is one of those movies that's like, you're a certain age, and your dad's like. I'm gonna show you a film now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, now you're gonna watch a real movie. Wow. Enough of this kitty bullshit. Yeah. This is real life. It's a this is PG-13 prison. Thirteen, but also prison no, it's story. rated R. It's rated R. Yeah. What's but, rated R about it? It's oh, pretty the, fucked up. They don't show okay. anything. They just no, say it. No, but they but say a lot of bad but things. But it's ninety-four. About it. Yeah, it's a 94 R. You're right, you're right. Can I just quickly 94 big studio R? Go ahead. It goes a perennial reader's fave. Shawshank has clearly maintained its resounding emotional throb. It's a rare one, all right. A bloke's weepy. <laughs> That's what it is. And also, a bloke's weepy. And also the movie that spawned a thousand Morgan Freeman voiceovers. Blimey. The articulation in this is just... That, that got you know what? Tim think, Robbins and Morgan think, uh, Freeman really makes me <laughs> real weepy. A bloke's weepy. Me and my blokes went and saw that in the theatre. <laughs> <laughs> Sniffles the whole time. I've never cried before. I never cried before my whole life. I never cried. I saw my whole family die in the coal mines. Never in my life. Every single I as I live and breathe, as I live Mary, Poppins. Mary Poppins I, flew away on an I, umbrella. I didn't, I didn't cry. <laughs> as I live and breathe, I've never cried <laughs> in the cinema until cinema. I saw, until the day that I saw the Shawshank. The That's a bloke's weepy right there. Me and my blokes are so <laughs> weepy. I'm on to up thinking about it. We we punched out working in the mines that day. We we walked into that movie walked theater in four in the, in the morning. Full of full of coal all over our well, faces. Hey, the, hey, turn your headlamp off for watching a movie. Because we're real men. Why'd you bring that canary in here? And then we cried. We cried the whole real, time. Real blokes. The whole time. Weeped. I was like, this guy's going to prison. And this I've is never, so sad. I've never cried That's since. That's the beginning of the movie. I'm I've never cried since as I live blokes. and breathe. And I won't. You hear until me? Until Shawshank Redemption 2. Honestly? Bruce Almighty came out. I cried. Bruce Almighty came out. And <laughs> as, I live and that, and breathe, as I live and breathe. Then I saw March of the Penguins. Then I saw as I face. live and breathe. Now I'm a believer. Now I'm a believer. <laughs> <laughs> Then the dark knot came out. <laughs> Lucius Fox as I live and breathe. I live and breathe. You know what? <laughs> Look at me. No, just to give you this the rest of the podcast. I I prefer the way Steph read that. I think Sir Giles is out of a job. I think the way she read that just in the most American <laughs> accent. <laughs> a bloke's weepy. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, I guess that's why I love Shawshank so much. <laughs> it's a bloke's weepy. Just like a American foreign exchange student. Oh man, you got my blokes. Did you guys weep <laughs> seeing Shawshank Redemption <laughs> in the nineties? 
Uh, what's, up, what's up, my blokes? What's up, my blokes? <laughs> oh, that's awful. <laughs> it, that's oh, really I didn't bad. mean. It's really bad. What's up, um, blokes? No. Uh, you know, but the thing that Steph was saying about how you get your favorite movie when you're young, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. tough to. I've seen so many amazing films since 1999, yeah. basically my whole adult life. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think anything's ever going to top the Iron Giant. If I'm being oh, honest, like, oh really? I, I even after I saw Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, a movie that was <laughs> I like that yeah. that's uh, genetically that engineered connection. for me. That's like, like I've seen <laughs> so thing. many amazing movies. <laughs> I have, like, not Fuck to em. say that Spider-Man into the Fuck Spider-Verse, em. right? But we're talking about greatest of all time. The top ten on yeah. this list, which Spider-verse. is like, and honestly, it uh, should be. I like the one with the animated spider pig in it. But like, nothing's gonna knock yeah. the Iron Giant. Keller, do you think you'll ever love a movie more than The Empire of the Sun? Empire of the Sun, maybe. Mm. Yeah, but I love it, and you that's do. fine. I agree. Is that? Are you hoping to find a movie you love more, or are you like sure. committed to the I'm movie always that you open. Like currently love? It's <sighs> a good question. I think I'm, I think I'm both. I think I am open, but I am also I'm ride or die. Look, he's right there. The he's Iron big. Giant's right it. there. Steph. He's real big. It's the biggest one you have. That's right, that's and it right. always will be. <laughs> it's we're, true. We're looking at figurines. If any, if any toy if that I get, if you ever get a toy bigger, we're gonna have no. a talk. I throw it away. I'm going to throw away that Ant-Man helmet. It's too big. That's not a toy. Say, it's about, it's <laughs> that's not a toy. That's a piece of equipment. Huh. Uh, earlier, Steph didn't recognize that until I said it's an Ant-Man helmet. Who <laughs> was in here? She, she thought it was a Star Wars. Well, here's something I thought it was like some developed star. I was like, am I not recognizing it? Because like, it's like, like a thing. Uh, <laughs> it, to be fair, it's like sideways and, 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 and diagonal. And it's like, it's a helmet of And maybe the sort. least recognizable of all of them. <laughs> I mean, but it's like yeah, it's, re- it's like in front of Woody, the most recognizable yeah. thing of all time. That's distracting. So I... We had somebody in here, and it's like, do you see the Ant Man helmet? Oh yeah, and they look. <laughs> it was for Matt, a solid Matt Acevedo. Matt Acevedo, and it Matt! Took him, he yeah. took him so long to see it. See this one right there, the big to one. To see this sitting where like, it is. He, I said, I said, can you spot the Ant Man helmet? And he's like, oh, you have an Ant Man helmet. And Matt's a funny man. Yeah, he was no, standing he's funny. I thought he, he was right. And here. we thought he was joking. Yeah. And we thought it was a good bit. He couldn't spot it. It was really funny when I was like, Matt, it's right there. Yeah. He was like, Oh man. It's 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 two thirds the size of Iron Giant. Yeah. Just for just for the <laughs> listeners out there who yeah. might not have well, a concept of the size. I could talk about my shelves all dang night. Yeah. They're they're nice. But so let's can't. keep going. Over yeah. here <laughs> I have Actually, yeah. I start with the indie comics. No, no actually, at the top left, we have the internet router. So, yeah. But, so. but. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's six by six. In case yeah. you were wondering the shelving, it's like six three-foot shelves in a row by wow. six probably 12-inch shelves with Yet maybe an inch center, and a half in between each of them. There's a big old shelf. I'm going to have to put out a picture. I'm going to have to put out a picture. That's the one. Put out one. That's You've definitely. done it a million times. Mm-hmm. Anybody just got to watch your Instagram lives. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're there. just going oh, live yeah. from the garage. Well, we should probably <laughs> go through the procedure for the oh, yeah. podcast. Oh, yeah. What's the procedure? <laughs> the procedure is. Oh, yeah. I forget that there are people who don't yeah. know that we do this yeah. stupid <laughs> bullshit. It's, it's My just stream us. knows y'all do it. It's just, really happy. It's just Keller and I that we do this for ourselves. The procedure is basically exactly what you did for the Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to have Keller read it. Oh, perfect. I'm sorry. That's a mistake. Not Keller. We have a British butler. I have a British butler. We have a British butler. His name oh. is Sir Giles. He lives in the attic. He doesn't do anything for us butler-wise. Yeah. But Sir see. Giles being a Brit. he wear, I don't know if he's a butler. I think he's wearing a tuxedo, and we just assume he carries a I, tray. I, I always see him in a bathrobe. He's just a in bathrobe? a bathrobe. Yeah. Oh. It's one of those tuxedo bathrobes, though. Maybe he's like mm. Batman and just changes real quick. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. The point being, he's a British guy. We do have that phone booth. And this magazine is British. 
Empire Magazine, and this, you know, the the, the editors. He's and one of the five hundred who who, who who compiled this list together. They're Brits, so I thought, in a way, to try to capture their voice mm. with these little blurbs. I mean, you just said it's yeah. a bloke's weepy. Bloke. Wait, so it, this is a British magazine? Just yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Kevin and I. Yeah, <laughs> I just those thought obnoxious. I just, well, I thought you just did that on the reg. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I we did we always an just go to his with Maud Garrett, where we did. You did Tom and Jerry. In we did it. Tom Michael entirely British. Michael Caine. Yeah, that's you know what the last time we hung out we did do oh, a yeah, stupid yeah, yeah. British you accent. Did, you You're did. right. <laughs> so to you, we do this a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. I didn't think it's I had to do with the magazine, up. but I get it that's now. That's stupid voices. But so Keller is now going to hand the magazine to Sir Giles, and he's going to tell us what movie we're talking about today by reading the title, the number of where in the five hundred. Perfect. It lands, Perfect. and a little sort of blurb that they write, right. like a little summary, a little, you know, yeah. whatever they were thinking they and writing it. in 2008. So In 2008, for this movie that came out a year prior, in yeah. 2007. Great. Great. Sir Giles, whenever you're ready, please let us know what movie we're talking about tonight. 392 Days in Paris, 2007, director Julie Delby. Owing as much to Woody Allen Boo as Richard Linklater, Delby's French gal hyphen yank guy relationship piece is less earnest and funnier than the pleasures of Before Sunset slash Sunrise. For romantic cynics everywhere. For romantic cynics. You know what's funny is that um, Before Midnight hadn't come out. Yeah, I, I get that. 2013. That's so funny. They only had two movies in the Before trilogy. And that was seven years before that would come wow. out. Wow. So there you have it. There is the Empire Magazine summary of this movie. How do we start this, Hector? I think we're going to start it by going to How do we start guest. it? How do we start Steph. it? Oh. Steph, overall thoughts. Overall thoughts. It was set in Paris over two days. <laughs> and it was partly in French. Thank partly. you. Partly. I love, well. Paris. Yeah. <laughs> and the, um, I mean, I, lo- I, I think it's unfair that they compare her movie to Woody Allen and Richard Linklater. Yeah. And and just because she was known for being in the before in sunset movies. before sunset. Yeah. They're like, "Okay, cool. We're going to Is was this the first thing she wrote and directed maybe?" Do I have we no know? idea. Keller's on it. But um it, I mean, I think that's like not the fairest thing. They're not I like, agree. "Hey, look at this Natalie great... Portman. Let's just compare everything somebody... to Star yeah. Wars." Although Correct. Come out ahead, but it's <laughs> it's. I think um, Black Swan, Star Wars, go. <laughs> <laughs> I I will. I'm gonna back up and say obviously I super appreciate women writer directors. I think mm-hmm. it's rare. There's probably not that many on the list. I, I I skimmed it, but I didn't. Yeah, I don't know what percentage, but there's probably uh, like very small. Yeah, so um, small because yeah. it's you know 2008 and. Uh, you know, and Probably women are still paving their path there. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, it is definitely a um, more French movie in mm-hmm. the sense that they've got the ending vo and you know some mm-hmm. middle and beginning vo. I mean, they do that in some Catherine Heigl movies too, to be fair. Mm-hmm. But it is cut in a way that is similar to the before series which a lot of it is just real time kind of slice of life kind of slice of life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. conflict so mm-hmm. much talking some yeah 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 if, and 
comedy it mixed in with everything. Uh, it seemed to me as though, and I don't know if this is true or not, I haven't read anything about it, but it seems like this is a very personal experience where she just like created the, yeah. the thing. You know, did it feel that way to you? I, I know I, as we were watching the movie, we watched it with Steph tonight and then we were watching it with Chelsea and Abby as well. And mm-hmm. I, I forget which one of us said it, but somebody was like, this feels like she did this based on a real relationship she had. Mm-hmm. And that's so interesting because it just means like, oh, okay, there's some, there's some, there's truths in this do you guys remember in the script? Yeah. Two Days in New York? No. The Chris Rock movie? Oh, is this is that a sequel to this? Is that number I think three, it is. 89? Maybe. Oh, no, that's a, a remake. Of this? Huh. Oh, Chris Rock did Two Days in New York? Wait, is, is it? like another romantic drama? No, it's, uh, she's playing Marion again. And it's, and it's Julie Delby? Marion has broken up with Jack and now is with Chris Rock. There's a sequel? There's a fucking sequel to this movie. Where she's with Chris Rock. Where is that on the list? It's, it's not on the list. It came out movie? in 2012. It came out in 2012. This list stopped at 2008. There's a whole ass Dude, sequel that I will never, ever watch. Just I kidding. I want to watch it. I will watch it. Because it. it's the same. I want to see where Marion is. Me too. Because yeah. she's fucking left this motherfucker. That's so fascinating to me. Well, Steph, you're flipping through good. the magazine like I, you're going to see the sequel in a... <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for it. Well, it's all, but it's all I'm seeing is out of sight. That's no, not the, that's a book. That's not the internet. It's got a finite number of piece of information. Her first I just movie. scroll further. I'll find it. <laughs> Our first movie's in 2002. Okay. Uh, first movie she directed. First movie she directed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Called Looking for Jimmy. Did she write She did a short called Blah, Blah, Blah. Do anything else beforehand? Or was I, she just I, acting? Because I'm not that familiar with Julie Delpy's career. I don't no. know that she was in anything as name uh, She worked on the screenplay for Before Sunset. Wow. So and I the comparison is... Interesting. More allowed than it okay. <laughs> now. Okay. Okay. Uh, but... So then the first movie she directs is in 2002. Yeah. Richard Linklater, Julie Delpy, and Ethan Hawke all have screenplay credits sure i think it's because they but help contribute a, to the i think it's I probably the a, improvisational yeah, yeah, they they, did a, yeah. Mm-hmm. totally yeah that's fascinating yeah I, i've never seen those movies me neither and i <gasps> have to do it i know yeah i was just has, i was just waiting for the third are one these, to come out are these in here yeah i'm pretty sure they are I'm one pretty sure at least one at of least them one of them or be. two of them is yeah uh, oh i like these two Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's me now. One, two, and three. Which, These are good. Which, which ones? Um, as good as it gets. As good as it gets. Mm-hmm. Amadeus dances with wolves. Oh, sure, 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 sure. These are classic, classics. Yeah. Films. Yeah. These are these are beyond the one hundreds. So these are like one hundreds. Mm-hmm. Seven. Mm-hmm. I like. Oh seven. yeah, this is way down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blowout. Blowout's yeah. good. Princess Bride. I would have had it higher than number one twenty-two. But also, I'm glad it's at least that high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they're like. Eh. It's uh, you know. Oh. It's not cinema. I found it. Look, yeah. look at my scrolling. Before sunset. One ten. One hundred and scrolling through the magazine. One hundred and ten. Wow. Good. Before sunset. Mm-hmm. And this is called. Co- so the description of this is, unless I want to get Sir Giles to do it, and then I'll have, I'll be lull. No, it's okay. I'll be lull. I can't do it. Before sunrise. You're doing great. Ten years. Sunset. Sunset. This one says. So this this is the description of before sunset. Oh, okay. 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 In two thousand four, and they go. Before sunrise, and they should reference the number if it's in here, but it's not. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> Ten years on. Celine, Julie Delpy, and Jesse, Ethan Hawke, meet again briefly, 
getting another chance to talk about love. Uh oh, that might have been the spoiler. So maybe we can. Oh, that's fine. Hey, we should talk about love. Okay. Oh man, if we ever get a chance, let's talk about love again. Yeah, talk about love more. (laughs) But you know, Steph said that she just spoiled the first movie because they don't end up together. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. No. Uh uh. So you delete that. It's pretty clear. Delete that. But you just said (laughs) and delete what I said. I think everybody at this point, the movie that's twenty years old, Mm -hmm. we can spoil it. Mm -hmm. It's on me that I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it either. Truly. So like it's on us. us. Yeah. But now I think I'm just going to wait for another eight years or whatever to get to. No, that's the second one. That's going to be a long time. Well, that's the second one. We'll we'll get to the first one at least by then. Well, we'll we'll have watched. It depends which one they could think mm -hmm, is better. mm -hmm. We'll have to watch Two Days in New York by then. I'm so (laughs) curious about that. So, Steph, you were sort of talking about your overall thoughts on the movie. Mm -hmm. What did you like about the movie and then what didn't work for you? I liked, well, I like Julie Delpy's view on a lot of things. I think Mm -hmm. she was very much herself in a lot of the opinions that she put out. I think she represented someone who wasn't afraid to say Mm -hmm. her thoughts and not in a total, um, you know, in, in a, in a, in a funny and I don't want to say respectful way, but it wasn't it wasn't a domineering way. She was mm-hmm. just like playfully saying her this things too. Am. Yeah. And she's not afraid to put her stuff out there. Obviously I love Paris. I lived there for a semester. So I just love seeing the background of that. I like seeing people in a foreign Perfect. country. I like people, mm-hmm. I like seeing people out of their element and the guy was out of his element the mm-hmm. whole time. However, that wasn't offset by his personality. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, Jack and Marion are mm-hmm. uh, challenging characters. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Jack, Jack. More so. Especially Jack. But Marion had... She had moments, but nothing She like, had... Not moments, but like... Jack did unforgivable. Yeah. <laughs> Just did. like comments and shit. Which is and awful. of course Julie did too. Like when mm-hmm. she's making her John Wayne reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she was like, why did I do that? That's so stupid. She did yeah, terrible. Like, they, they could have also just deleted that, but no. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Julie, probably improvised that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess. Do a take two. Do another one. But yeah. when the fact that they left that in there, so what we're describing, in case you haven't seen the movie, and you really, sh- I think you should watch it. I'm happy that I watched it. I'm glad that I watched it. Sure. I, at the end of it, ultimately did not like the characters enough to like like the film but you'll see a sequel i'm curious especially if adam goldberg's not in it i'm very i'm really curious as to how this marion character i hope it opens with adam goldberg hitting hit by blood so it's the movie starts with adam goldberg saying he doesn't want to take any public transportation he's like mm-hmm. no not the subway and she's like what about that bus it's a direct line he says no not the bus and then the whole rest of the movie, he's Keller gonna get like, hit by a bus. I think he's gonna get hit by a bus. And then every time he did something we didn't like, Keller would say, "Bus, bus, <laughs> bus." Like this is Meet Joe Black. Like he's gonna hit, get yeah, hit by a car get, and, and, and ping pong back and forth, <laughs> waiting the whole time. I, I think for me, the thing I didn't like about the movie. Well, Keller, what do you want to jump in with your overall nope, thoughts? No, you went into yours. I'll take it. Um, <laughs> I think that I was interested in. I think that the movie as a, a piece of art, the way that it was written, directed, performed, I thought it was really well done. There yes. was there was nothing that I felt like, oh, this is a bad performance or this is bad writing. Mm-mm. Even the insanity that was Daniel Brohl's character who comes in at the end and he's like, I'm a, I don't like this fast food chain, so I'm going to set a fire in the bathroom. 
and he, the whole time uh adam goldberg's been talking about terrorism right and it's, terrorist attacks yeah. it seemed so stuff. which is why he didn't want to take the subway or which is why he didn't want, yeah. yeah it seems so outlandish but even then i was like fine okay this is the reality of this world nothing really took me out of the movie but i still felt like i didn't like these two people and i didn't like to see them fight and i didn't even like to see them in love like I like that's the thing. I couldn't even root for them one way or the other. The movie reminded me a lot of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, wait, why? Because that movie is also a love story, but it's so flawed and it's supposed to show us with the the story's flawed or the characters are flawed. The characters. It then and the love Got itself it. is flawed and ultimately won't work out Our and relationships the, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it, kind of that, but Eternal <laughs> Sunshine I think non-American endings. Yeah, except yeah. Eternal Sunshine, I oh, think yeah. still, French director. it was so, um, <laughs> yeah, Gondry, Michelle Gondry. And you know what that makes me think of is the Jim Carrey documentary, uh, Jim and Andy. Did you ever see that? I didn't see it. So, But I bet it's good. Him playing Andy Kaufman. Yeah. It's fascinating. I don't, I, I mean, the documentary I think is really well made, but I can't defend or. It's a good documentary, though. Yeah, I cannot defend Jim Carrey's, um, as Choices, an actor, decision actions. to like play this character this way to play Andy Kaufman not a character a person Tony Clifton this way because I think that he he did kind of like hurt people and he went yeah but I also think like I'm not gonna demonize the whole because the whole documentary goes into how Jim Carrey as a person what happened to him when he hit that sort of certain level of fame and who he was before he knew who he was after and who he was during and there's a, a moment where he says like I went to go meet with Michelle Gondry, the director of Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind, and Jim Carrey was severely depressed. And this was a year before they started shooting, and Michelle Gondry said, Oh, Jim, you're so broken. Please stay broken. Whatever you do, stay broken. Oh my. So that when wow. they get to make their movie, it would be better for the, you know, that kind of shit. Oh. So that's what's fascinating about that documentary is I'm like, that's so weird. And maybe it was just that's a dumb hard. joke that Michelle Gondry made, but it's also like there are people right. that believe You've that. Heard. Right. We've heard stories. There are people that believe like, mm. oh, to be in pain means you can make better art. And I don't buy that. Hmm. So it made me think of Eternal Sunshine because Eternal Sunshine has some of those same points of view on what relationships. It is. It's like some actress like, what do you have to do to do that? Get into that mm-hmm. character to mm-hmm. get to that place. And she's like, I'm acting. It's called acting. I'm just acting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's it's a whole discussion <laughs> about like method versus mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, like Martin Freeman from Black Panther, yeah. <laughs> just recently... His, his claim to fame. Just recently <laughs> said in an interview, too, he even cited the Jim and Andy documentary. Because I think maybe he recently saw it or whatever, but he was like, he goes, I'm, he goes, nothing against Jim Carrey. I'm sure he's like a wonderful and nice human being. But that philosophy, the, the, the method acting, it's total bullshit. And he says, it's just called acting. Like, you, you show up and you do a job, and when you do it in a method way, you, you, you take it away from being a craft and an art and a job. And you turn it into something else. Interesting. And I, th- and I think that's really, I think it's very interesting. So anyway, back to Eternal Sunshine. No, but just that's really interesting because yeah. like in different acting classes, they'll say, you know, they'll teach different methods and different things. But I think my favorite thing was everyone has the, all the parts of themselves for all of these characters. And it's about turning the volume up mm. on those parts and then turning the volume down on other parts. So whatever mm-hmm. you need for that character, you turn it up. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, it sounds very intense to stay. Just true. live and shit. 
I mean, for, I mean, for until he, I mean, even when he's not shooting, and just like stay in that for and then until like you shoot goes home, and then maybe it goes away. Mm-mm. I assume, Mm-mm. you know, once you're like in the car and no, I feel like you need a process to like yeah. let that go. Or it's a, yeah, it's weird. It's doctor. a lot, yeah. and then. Eternal Sunshine comes out. I love the movie. I haven't seen it in years, but like, I think it's an amazing movie. Yeah. And I love the point of view and perspective on relationships in that movie. But also at the end, I, I still think it's, it has a European flavor to it, but the ending is very optimistic because the ending is Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet have their memories erased. They both are told, if you try to be with this person, it will not work out. And then at the end, they look at each other and they have a choice to make. And to me, the way I read the ending is I'm like, I think they're going to go for it. I think so, too. I think I read the part of the script yeah. that was explaining it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think And I think that's super hopeful. It is. It's kind of, some people will look at it and go, that's so sad. They're just going to fail again. And I'm like. No, they're choosing it again and again, yeah. no matter what. And yeah. that's probably winning is the choice yeah. to pursue it. So seeing this movie, it felt like. Julie Delpy, as a storyteller, was like, I want to show relationships. she kind of sums up her thesis in the right beginning. at the very end. Yeah. Also. Mostly middle, some highs, some lows, but the relationships are mostly middle. It's like, this is another <laughs> failed love. Yeah. But then they yeah. still but then they still do it. It was very personal. She, We, we were all uh, kind of, Pissed. let's just say, rooting for them to not be together. <laughs> we were rooting for him to get hit <laughs> by a bus. In this rom-com. Let's say it. Uh-huh. <laughs> We were rooting for them to be separated forever and <laughs> by death <laughs> till, <laughs> till, Amen. till bus do them by apart. the great hereafter. But, <laughs> but um, so she goes and she says this whole thing about how relationships don't work out and she's used to seeing a guy go and then she takes two years. She has a string of affairs and like, focuses on it again for two years and then mm-hmm. gets interested in another guy only to have that person leave too. And then unfortunately, wait, do you sell the end of the movies here? Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Yeah. Oh. And then they oh. both get hit by a bus. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. That would have been more, yeah. that would have been a happier Actually, ending. that would have been even better. Happier ending. But there's a sequel. Yeah, no, there's a sequel. They, they, <laughs> so they just like twirl around each other's arms. But that. And then it freeze frames. That was not, that was not the end of the story no. that we saw. Oh, yeah. That was because the when they're twirling around in each other's arms at the end of the film, that footage, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that was in New York because the person singing did not have a French accent, mm. and it was like it was like a guy singing. I forget what the song. You ever was, heard the song. band Phoenix? Uh, the French. Who would have known? Sure, maybe, but it <laughs> it it looked like it was not a Parisian setting. It looked to me like it was. How much of New York's based off of Paris? Or 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 was it Italian? The Statue of Liberty, and that's little, it. Yeah. And the arch. There was a little Statue of Liberty in this. Because in Washington Park it, or whatever. It made me think of that because earlier in the film, uh, Julie's character, um, Marion, is walking around after they had kind of yelled at each other and walked away from each other and broke up maybe. Mm-hmm. And she, see, she comes across this musical thing happening, and then she pictures her and dude dancing. And like he's re- being really silly, and they're silly together. So to me, at the end of the movie, when they're sitting, when they're standing in the room, and the dude is sitting and she's standing and they're basically breaking up with each other after four hours. And she says, it's kind of like Eternal Sunshine, like they, they were so honest with each other. They bared their souls. They get to the end and she goes, and before I That's think one he thing I broke, like broke up with me, mm. I break up with the guy. What didn't you like? Where he, she was like, and then we both are finally honest with each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we all watched this movie. That guy was just a piece of shit the whole time. Mm-hmm. He wasn't honest with himself in that he mm-hmm. was a selfish mm-hmm. 
That's true. Jealous mm-hmm. asshole, I it, think, it, was it, the main issue. And at the end, if he was trying to say, I'm a selfish, jealous asshole because I'm scared of being abandoned, which is what she said. That so he, he shaves an M you know, in his chest. Oh, know. he shaved her initial in his chest hair. Yeah. Which was, who of us hasn't? But wasn't uh, was that okay? That's true. But I'll was, raise my hand. He was watching the movie <laughs> M, the old black and white film, which yeah. I've never seen and I'm not familiar with, on his laptop. So yeah. was that a reference to that as well? Is there some oh, that's significance? A good, no, you you noticed a I good detail. <laughs> is that part of that movie? I have <laughs> no idea. <laughs> that happened. If we're taking it that he did it because Marion, great. But if oh, I'm pretty sure I thought he went like this because the M. That's what I thought. Maybe, that could be it. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, he's watching the movie. I, I thought know. she said it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's maybe that is it. I, maybe I thought, there's a connection. I thought it was like, oh, I, I haven't seen that movie. I don't know what he's wh- how. That's like, one of those like where it says Woody Allen. It's like, okay, we're gonna reference some movie from 1930s yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which, which one? Yeah, no. They, so ooh, cute. Um, the, <laughs> so when when we when I when in screenwriting when we teach, you say, you know, you want your your character has flaws but also redeemable qualities. Yep. So, and a lot of times the flaw is birthed from something that happened and you can call it a flaw or some people call it a misbelief. Like, Mm. let's say, for example, you had something happen in your past, you know, for example. I'll I'll give you a character and you can help help me. Off the top of my head, Thanos. What is his misbelief? Uh, His misbelief. I think it has to do with his philosophy on what it means to ha- live a good life and what it means to live a good life yeah. and what it means to do good, quote unquote, and what it means to restore balance. And his belief is that to save half of us, half of us must go. And that mm-hmm. is his misbelief. But it probably Perfect. stems from like there's I don't you probably know better than I do all, all his whole uh, his childhood and what sure, happened in his life. You got it. You what got happened it. You got in it. Than- what? Where's the little Thanos <laughs> I want animated show the that we need? To be gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm serious. We serious about this, guys. Yeah. <laughs> One day I'm gonna get the Infinity Gauntlet. This is Baby Thanos. <laughs> baby, baby, this Thanos. baby Thanos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He got he got teased on the playground when he was little. No one believed his mishmash of beliefs, and then the Earth got overpopulated, and then One he was day, like, "See, you all woo the day, you." <laughs> Exactly. That's what he you're, said. You're actually spot on. Yeah, and then yeah. and then the ocean took over the earth and he was like, see? He's like struggling on his lifeboat. He's like, see? Told ya. I snapped my fingers. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so uh, that would be his quote. So but what, his redeemable qualities that he meant he meant good for people. That's true, actually. I wish his, he, he couldn't snap. He did love his daughters-ish. <laughs> that's One true. daughter, yeah, at least did. one. Because but if he did didn't, he? Maybe if, both. If I don't know. It's kind of fucked up and I love the debate. I love the debate of What does the soul stone really mean? Right, and did Thanos Mm -hmm. actually love Gamora? Oh, he did. But 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 if he was abusive towards her, can he? Is that still a a form of it? It's interesting. I I don't know. I don't think that they exist in cones. I think Mm. that people have all these things all at Mm. once. And I think a Venn diagram. I'm in a cone. What you're in a a cone? You're in a cone. cone. They were cones. They were cones. Love. (laughs) What Steph? What are the um, flaws and redeemable qualities of Adam Goldberg? Jack and Marion. Well, so that I think to me, that was the the issue with this is mm-hmm. that they did not they established the flaw of Jack very quickly. Mm-hmm. 
did not establish many redeeming qualities at all, Mm -hmm. didn't give him a, you know, so people agree or disagree with the save the cat formula and in not a formula, it's a book, but the notion of it is that certain things happen on certain pages to give you the overall shape and structure of a movie. And one of the main things for Save the Cat is that the main character or characters do something quote unquote likable, but I prefer the word relatable instead of likable because you're going to get a lot of notes on likable, but mm-hmm. relatable. So relatable such as, for example, save a cat, save save a being, um, or you can have it be the reverse. They can you can see the world be against them, and you can see them get mm-hmm. bullied. You can see mm-hmm. them in a lower thing. You can either see them do something nice and lovely, or you can see the world do something mean to them. Whatever it is, it makes them relatable to the audience. However, Jack did not have any moment like this. He's even mean to the cat. He's mean to the cat. Yeah. <laughs> he makes fun of he makes fun of everyone and everything yeah. in a culture yeah. that he doesn't know and just, and it doesn't show him being affectionate or loving towards Juliet all at the beginning. So obviously mm-hmm. we're hoping for a change Until by the end. Until he decides then, he wants to have sex and even then it's And then nothing. and then he then he's like yeah. complains about condoms and mm-hmm. we're on her position and like <laughs> step you're so awkward it's, it's great <laughs> i'm so awkward maybe you can watch the movie but jack says these things i also think what you what you're talking about steph like if it's in the movie for me the issue was like it's it's not good enough yeah the, 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 as you're describing this i i had never actually heard the save the cat Oh, that's like just like a the approach, technique. the it's technique. Just, well, I've never yeah, it's heard it explained that way. And it's, you know, some people I think don't about it. Suppo- they didn't give him that on purpose. Well, what do you mean? I don't think he's supposed to be likable. No, I, I mean, if if the movie... If, it's if, not giving us an in, really, at well, all. Well, let me think of one example, which is... When he gets the Bush Cheney people to walk away. <laughs> Maybe that's I mean, the only time uh, that I'm like the first thing we hey, do is see him get wrong directions but, to somebody yeah. on after he will not take the subway or yeah. the bus, which is kind of awful. But even if it's the uh, no, the example the I was going to come up with <laughs> the example I was going to come up with is when they're at dinner with her parents and he's making fun of him in French. Oh yeah, and and they made rabbit and he's like squeamish oh, about the rabbit, but he still is like he goes no 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 I'll eat it. I'm like okay, is that him trying to be selfless and trying to kind of? I would say that it, you know I'm vegetarian and that yeah. so that's like a thing. I, th- yeah. I think he did he did like do a thing to reach out to fit into her mm-hmm. family. And I think the dad was especially mean in that scene for sure. It just came way too late. I agree. It just came at like just, this was at least minute. That's father-in-law 30? teasing. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that guy expects to happen. Yeah. 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 And and it was yeah. So it's just like it that to me did not offset the rest of the character of Jack mm-hmm. up to that point or even oh, yeah. after. And then for the Marion character, you're saying stuff that like they didn't establish her flaws at the beginning. She seems kind of mm-hmm. not I don't want to say perfect, but just kind of like, oh, so she's like the the, the better human in this relationship like she but also reacted. you see that all the fucking time well they they, they established the f- one flaw they established was that she couldn't see and what oh, I yeah. love the POV where they showed that was great her lens like of the world flaw. no it's but not it's, it's just like it's, coming it's down on kind her. of True. like a a, a a core wound or something that's happened mm-hmm. to her when she was a kid so like a disadvantage but it would have been I think it could have been stronger if because of that misperception or like her different perception of the world that skewed her perception on for example taste in men but they didn't go into that they just like yeah. were like yeah it was a vision thing that then made her stuck and then she became unstuck but it did I wish that it attracted more throughout the movie 
Or you, you also just reminded me of the sequel, the flashback, the one flashback in the movie when she's a little girl with glasses yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she's standing there and she she's describing how cute she, would just, she would just get, frames. yeah, she really cute little glasses. Mm-hmm. She would just get stuck staring at stuff and get stuck in her own head and her mom, you know, and instead of taking medication that doctors are saying like, you should have your daughter on this medication, she just got her a Polaroid camera. And I, I think that maybe it would have been very written but like even that aspect didn't play out in the film again for the rest of the movie. Meaning, That's one like right? I was expecting yeah. something. us to at least get another shot uh, from yeah. that POV yeah. that it only shows for a split second. Or her, maybe her mom bringing that up later at some point in the yeah. story. Yeah. Like her mom being like, Marion, remember when you... She's Italian all of a sudden. Marion, remember. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> Mario. Luigi. Why you do this? Please, please. But something for... She, the Papa she, you know, Burst. <laughs> she, she, Mario, the Papa Burst. <laughs> She she could be like look at the pipe Mario I gotta get the baby Mario she could be like a pipe burst is what I'm saying oh. and he's a plumber oh yeah that's right do you get it a pipe burst yeah it happened in the movie yeah. in the movie a pipe burst that's right it Those actually did Mario's a plumber that's yeah I got it Italian got it. accent pipe did burst yeah. there were plumbers or firemen firemen, firemen. oh and then sure. Jack got jealous yeah Jack, yeah he Jack just keeps getting jealous uh, I immediately thought of Ted Lasso oh you yeah. know the part so where uh, Roy comes in and he's like and then she went and slept with jamie last night and he's mm-hmm. like are you guys dating are you exclusive yeah. are you exclusive yeah he's like well, no yeah. then get over it yeah yeah what's the problem it's what's like, the problem get over it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's like hey exactly. man fucking get over it she's, she's like i'm 33 years old what did you think i was a virgin when you met me right and he's like apparently not and oh he's like, th- that's from this movie that, that line snide yeah. remarks yeah mm-hmm. that i didn't like well he's such yeah. an asshole that stuff was weird here's something i want to bring up though I'm going to throw this grenade in here. Very excited. He just mimed his grenade. Because I'm kind of a little confused by it. Mm -hmm. Did the movie establish that Marion did, in fact, sleep with somebody while she was dating Jack? No, she She didn't. She said she did not cheat. Okay. Here's what I'm confused about. When she was feeling like crap and she called up... She went over there, but before anything happened, she started weeping. But they... they, She she, leaned in to kiss her, and then she started weeping. Okay, but it was a cut where I was like, oh, did they make out a little and then, you know. I think she just said, she started weeping, is yeah. what she said. And then so I'm going to go ahead and they say. Didn't, they didn't have sex. No. No. The movie. She went to the bathroom and cried. The movie yeah, basically told true. us. Okay. She's and like, then, did she thought about it? Thought about it and then it. started crying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I guess it's like that double jeopardy thing. If he already thinks I did the crime, then I might as well go do the crime. Or maybe that's just a <laughs> Ashley Judd movie. <laughs> so, uh, is yeah. that on this list? Was along that, came a spider. I don't think so. Along came I don't think. Uh, I don't know. You know what else? I saw is, some movies on here. You know what else this movie reminds me of is the is the John Favreau directed. Uh, maybe he didn't direct it. Maybe somebody else. Couples retreat. The breakup. <laughs> With breakup. Judd, no. Vince Vaughn. Apatow, no. And uh, I don't John think it was Apatow. I think John Favreau didn't he direct it? Oh, maybe. No. Or am I thinking of? Did Peter Jennifer Billingsley? Aniston? Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn. Yeah, that's the a breakup. sad movie. Yeah, and it was billed as like a comedy, like yeah. a rom-com. Peyton Reed. Peyton Reed, director of Ant-Man. He directed oh, The Breakup. And Bring It On. Job. But John Favreau's yeah, in it. Yeah, Bring It On. Yeah. Yeah, Bring It On's awesome. And Yes Man. Have you seen it recently? Yeah, no, not recently. Yes Man's okay. Holds up. Bring It On holds up. 
Yeah. I haven't seen yeah. Dana. I reached out to the writer of it. She's really cool. She did. Oh, she awesome. does like some talks sometimes. Yeah. That's awesome. Doesn't surprise she me. Does, if I wrote Bring job. It On, I'd be doing talks. I talk to everybody. That's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good movie right Where's there. Where's that? Where's that? That's number it like. It should be on that's there. That's like number I 11. Don't. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, exactly. Number it's 11. The Godfather, then Bring It On. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Apartment. Bring It On. Yeah. Bring It On. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, the, yeah, the breakup is a sad movie. You're right, Steph. It is a sad movie. This made me think of that too, where it's like, I know this is a bit. This Marriage is ultimately story. a drama. Yeah, <gasps> yeah. Kramer versus Marriage Kramer. story is yeah. a horror story. It <laughs> a is a bit. horror. So is this story? That one was worse. Yeah, it's just like only because they're married. They were already married. Yeah, ma- yeah, it's yeah. Just, and then he had an affair. Oh, At least Julie God. fucking got out of there. He had an affair. Yeah, remember? No, With like an intern I just remember horror. The whole, the whole <gasps> yeah. point of it. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson saw in his email that he slept with somebody. Right. And then she's like, "I want to move out to L.A. to pursue acting. You can stay in New York." And then it got too hard, so he moved out to L.A. And she was like, "I want a divorce." Yeah. And then that's what the whole movie's about. And at the end of the movie, she got with somebody else. They're going to Halloween trick or treat, and yeah. Adam Driver's character is still alone. Yeah. And I think he gets You're hit like, by a bus. Good. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of Meet Joe Black. It's not oh, okay. to rewrite the... Uh, I think the end of a lot of these movies did you think, show people getting hit by a bus. Did you just stop watching Mean Girls after the joke ending? You're like, great, perfect. They all got hit by a bus. Uh, that's where it ended in my brain. I kept yeah. watching, but I was like... In my heart. could have. I got hit. Is they, Mean Girls on here? Um, no, it's no, not. No, it's not because we just watched it recently because for our a, pick. a guest from like two years ago picked it. For their pick. It. So it's on our new list. Mean we're Girls doing a Patreon thing so where we are watching the guest picks. Yeah. So when we get to your pick, we'll okay. watch it for our Patreon. Got it. Mm-hmm. So whatever movie you choose. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm when so we say we, it's just Keller and I. You, there's no commitment. You're looking at okay. Keller like, I have to come back? But also, no, no, no. No, 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 no. I'm going to pick a movie I'm going to watch. I'm coming back and there will be more cake. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, just kidding. I'm there just will kidding. be. There will be more cake. Um. Uh. Yeah. So, Keller, what are your overall thoughts on Two Days in Paris? I think this movie is not a good time. <laughs> I did not enjoy it. I That's thought there were it. some things that I liked about it. I think Julie Delpy is good at her job. Mm-hmm. I think Adam Goldberg is good at her good at his He's job. He's good at her job. And yeah. I think it. Uh, all the side characters are pretty good at their jobs, except for the Bush Cheney lady. She wasn't a very good actress, <laughs> but I'm glad that she had to walk a long way. For like two days, and she got fine. lost. Yeah, that was like, there was like some straight up like slapstick bits <laughs> Cartoony in Cartoony yeah. bits. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they that, had spray paint on them too. Yeah. Yeah, Paris got him. Paris got him. Uh, there were some not good jokes Mm-hmm. And this movie is like, we're going to address the problem with racism in France while mm-hmm. also probably doing some problematic things yeah, <laughs> at the same and time. Being problematic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I think it's trying to you know, keep holding on to your overall thoughts, Keller. But just to jump in there with that, they got into multiple cabs and all the cab drivers were like, homophobic mm-hmm. or racist mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Islamophobic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm glad that she finally mm-hmm. did. In like the third cab, like yelled at the guy and, and you know, yeah. but she was still saying like, oh, I'm still going to pay you. I'm still going to pay you. And I was like, don't fucking pay that guy. Yeah, Have yeah, him yeah. drive you to the cops and you tell the cops, this guy's a piece of shit. I'm not paying him. This is, mm-hmm. this is what, this is how that works. Yeah. Um, and then there's but, the pedophile guy. Yeah. <gasps> that whole scene. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's interesting how this movie and Marion as a character and Julie Delpy as a storyteller, like she's broaching some of these topics, but like the movie's not about these. It's t- like it's just kind almost of almost a little in. too. Yeah. It's just very slice a, of life. Sometimes it's a little on the nose. Mm-hmm. It's like Julie Delpy felt like talking about this subject a little bit now. 
but not and so but not making it a part of like and the, it's like wow the, this is a very political two days in paris yeah <laughs> <laughs> so keep in this with your overall we're thoughts hit you guys with some issues while mm-hmm. you're here for two days mm-hmm. uh yeah it just kind of uh glances across all these issues at the same time without really saying too much because it's about these two people and they're sure but then don't do it up or whatever but it's not a fun time it's not a fun time it's not but also maybe we're too spoiled americans yeah i think we are like we just and i think think relationships should be like healthy or positive (laughs) or something yeah i think both people should have something in common there should be chemistry (laughs) and they should have a good time together it's what i think personally you just like insult and take insults uh, actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just get as tough just, as you can, just especially like, from your significant and other. And just like as a petulant <laughs> child the entire time. He's just yeah. such an obvious baby. Do about you do you guys everything. remember the yeah. SNL characters that Seth Meyers and I want to say Amy Poehler, yeah, played? Which ones? Where her. they where they were like they'd go into a restaurant and it'd be a double date or whatever, and they would just be fighting the entire time. Oh, yeah, and yeah. like the bit was kind of like the couple that shouldn't be together or something like and everybody was really awkward but then what they would do is like they would go into the kitchen for two seconds and then come back out and because they had made up and they were like making out or had sex super quick uh-huh. and it's like <laughs> I thought that those two people were more compatible, compatible. <laughs> exactly it's like Jack and Marion it's in this like movie. Oh, okay so there is something it's like oh there's and that's this, the thing and it's like there's no spark they even show mm-hmm. these moments like they're twirling they're having fun mm-hmm. like Adam Goldberg is only doing this because he has to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I and mean, then he's just going to complain about condoms later. Is there... They did that twice, yeah. three mm-hmm. times a later. Is, yeah, is there room in this world for movies like this and stories like this? Absolutely. Is this like a cautionary tale? Is that the sort of purpose of this art? I don't uh, know. Does it have a purpose? I don't know. It sure has a purpose. It's about the real... This is a real place that people have been i'm yeah. guessing i'm sure there are plenty of people who've been on a string of dating shitty fucks yeah but i think that like, like keeping them i think i think this cautionary tale from the outside we can see how abysmal it is but maybe from the inside you can't i don't know uh, but they didn't even but have also a, that but is like they never had true. a moment true. they never had a moment where you're like rooting for them to be together i know Until, yeah and then you're supposed to expect yeah, but now that I know the sequel and I know they don't end up together, it's kind. It I like makes this it movie more. Yeah, because I'm like, huh, this is not. They a didn't. Happy they ending. didn't actually end exactly. up together. Mm-hmm. Too many. Too good. many problems between these two people. Too many incompatibilities. Hey, yeah. I think that I think Julie Delpy needs to go just be alone for a while. Yeah, that's what that's yeah. Keller Adam and Goldberg character yeah. needs yeah. to walk in front of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hector and Keller were, were were pitching much better story plots and endings and twists and callbacks throughout the whole thing. Like they were saying very smart, intelligent callbacks <laughs> of predictions of things they thought would happen. Steph. And then they, they didn't happen and then the movie happened. This but is, not these things. Keller, this is this is a person who teaches screenwriting. Yeah. Yeah, that but is they the have, nicest compliment but we've ever gotten. Well, it's because you all have watched a lot of movies and you see and you understand how movies work. So the things that you were saying and predicting and pitching and thinking were yeah. more more they tracked more with what the story would what would but have these like made are it. Like, Cohesive. We're doing a slice of life movie. This is real life. Yeah, this we're is just actually a slice talking of life. about things. I also So therefore we are going yeah. to subvert these expectations yeah these people who are flawed and don't like each other are going to end up together but are they going to end up together question mark that's the movie there will be a sequel i do want to say that like i think i sometimes have yeah right i think i sometimes have good 
ideas for movies and I'm not a movie maker, but I think most of the time, anything that I think is very um, generic movie audience yeah. step. It's because we have, we're all trained in that way. We're all used to a certain yeah. movie rhythm, journey. you know, and I don't want to, I don't want they to save cats in the deep, yeah. in the deep voice. I don't want to, I don't want yes. to get too, um, like uh, heroes on a journey. I like being challenged with stuff. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. But I also, if it comes to a movie like this, where the, where the, the real, point of it is it's like it's two real people they're supposed to be real humans in our real world this isn't a fantasy world this isn't a heightened comedy well, it's this like isn't when people you know say everybody in LA's LA's full of assholes and yeah. it's like I know all kinds of people in LA yeah I don't yeah. think uh, they're mostly nice people I don't yeah. know or interact with assholes mm-hmm. by choice mm-hmm. so you're choosing to be around assholes if you feel that way that's a good way to put it and to sit through this movie is kind of choosing to be around assholes. Well, and even that, but also, like, she, he's such a fucking asshole, and she's there <laughs> Oh, she's purpose. choosing to be... It's not just us choosing. Right. He's well, it is... Choosing. There are movies like that to where you are choosing to be... Right. Like, it almost felt like I kept getting almost the meet the parents anxiety mm-hmm. to where bad things are constantly happening, uh-huh. but it's like... But it's at least just, he's the parents the are bad, rooting for him. He's the bad yes, thing yes. that's constantly because, happening. Because he's like a nice, he's like a good well, and nice nurse. He did nurse. that beautiful proposal at mm-hmm. the beginning. Well, they did that all the things. the shit out of they, me. They yeah, do. that's me. I oh, just move the curtain up and down. <laughs> they do all the things where yeah. they show they show him doing a nice moment. He's planning with the little kids to propose. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just and saying then he like. Can't. And then they, they, they like be mean to him for being a nurse. Adam Goldberg is the bad things that keep happening yeah. to, to, to Mary Lord Fokker. Oh. Uh, you know what that, I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. the anxiety. Yeah. That's like, Julie, go away from this man. Yeah. You are <laughs> making me anxious being in the same room as this asshole. That's yeah. the thing though. Like, the characters ideally will arc because when the characters mm-hmm. overcome their flaws, it gives us the audience hope that we can overcome our flaws. And these characters did not arc. So mm-hmm. ergo, we did not, better ourselves or learn anything through this movie we stay with people that do not do wonderful or we things don't for us. feel that we have but we're talking about here's, it and we're yeah. like i'm here's, not letting that shit happen so yeah, I learned something. <laughs> here's the thing that i learned and i feel like i did better myself as a person is i learned or was reminded that culturally the french are very different about stuff like sexuality oh that's interesting than me Different, or just different like more me. affectionate, or just I don't know. And I think it uh, the also affection I'm fine with. I'm Mexican. We I'll kiss my father in the cheek. The thing that I'm like, oh, this is weird to me, is that her father was like an artist who did most of his painting and art about like penises and vaginas, well, and with like all, like this thing where it's just like that level of open. And then the fact that she shared the photo that he, the naked photo he took with the family because she was like, but it's, it's like, funny. I thought it was funny. And I'm it's like, like, Georgia O'Keefe is Georgia O'Keefe. And then she, if she has kids, she's still Georgia O'Keefe with true. a bunch of flower vagina. But paintings. I still found, so Georgia O'Keefe stuff, I think is, is, is beautiful. Obviously. It, but I'm I, saying, I but found it's like, this dude to be like crass. I found like that level of, like of, Picasso. Like, yeah. Who is kind yeah, of an where I'm like, asshole. I'm like, where he's like, hey, Cunnilingus, Cunnilingus. I'm like, you, you, now you're just fucking with the guy. Like a little bit of, of meet the fuckers, meet the parents. All I'm oh, saying right. is, uh-huh. I don't want, I didn't want to be a prude and be like, 
no, I'm I'm with Adam Goldberg's character. This is inappropriate because you're the one in France, bud. Like this is if this is how French people are, and this is the sort of their their and some of that stuff. I it. understand why he'd be uncomfortable. Sure, but the even just like uh, other than the rabbit thing, mm-hmm. like the complete unwillingness to try. Right. To yeah. The, the thing yeah. I'm saying is be I in France. I just like caught myself and kind of had to check my own internal like whoa this excuse me this is weird where i just in my brain i made a mental note of like okay if i ever go to france like you got to try and just just know you're just visiting i don't think i'm ever going to live there for the rest of my life they have different views on everything on you know even the way that marion's character was like what i'm friends with all of my exes even that i'm like i think i philosophically i'm not in agreement with you there well it depends on the ex Sure, but but if she's saying like this is just how French people are, we're that we're close to our exes and we're this and we're that, or that's probably not like. Did she uh, say that? She said that's just the way French people are. I th- I think correct me if I'm wrong. I think she said this is how it is here. Like you're with somebody and then you you move away from them, but like you're still close to them. You're still friends with them. Like the you mom know? with Jim Morrison. Oh, yeah. Right, which was a great moment. I was, I that was something where I was like, "Oh, I'm not approved at all. This is awesome. Spo- More of this." Spoiler alert! That but, was very uh, funny. Dad yeah. didn't like Jim Morrison, which is so stupid. Because, <laughs> but also funny. The mom had like, a thing, but had also thing with had something in common with uh, Jim Morrison and Adam Goldberg. People. I'm saying, yeah, oh. yeah, they're both jealous assholes. Exactly. <laughs> so it just made me check and go, if this is like, oh, cultural, she's with her father. Yeah. If this is cultural French stuff, then I just have to be like, okay, I may not. I think if it's I also raised, maybe some culturally know. ingrained misogyny. Yeah, maybe. To be that Probably. open. Well, but I'm also like, yeah, but who's benefiting from this? It's some, <laughs> I don't want to go with the you know, biggest thing. I, the biggest French exposure I have, but Pepe Le Pew. And <laughs> not a good dude. <laughs> not a great guy. Not a great guy. <laughs> France, you got to step up. At least Speedy Gonzalez was a good dude. He was fucking At great. He's a great guy. <laughs> He's a great fucking guy. He wanted people to get there fast. He He's was a great com- fucking he was guy. Always yeah. Uh, yeah. encouraging. Encouraging. Andale, andale. <laughs> <laughs> he was always reaching up, up, up. Arriba, arriba. You know, he's a good guy. He was. It was he was lifting people up. Lifting people up. Encouraging and lifting people mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. Active, <laughs> you know. Wait, what did Pepe Le Pew do? Uh, unwanted uh, just advances. assaulted people. Yeah, just ass- <laughs> assaulted this poor assaulted a cat. woman cat who didn't want to have anything to do with him. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Steph, is, Steph apparently forgot who Pepe Le Pew was and is reminded of the oh, Looney Tunes right characters right now. This is great. <laughs> Steph, it's been so much fun hanging out with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it's been a blast. Um, it was so nice. Uh, this is the first time that I got to see... Y'all in so yeah. long. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel honored. You got to meet Chelsea tonight. I'm so yeah. happy. Face yeah. to face. I'm face so to face. happy. She's lovely. We're so happy that we had like uh, a brilliant filmmaker go through this journey with us because uh, I don't think any of us love this movie. No. <laughs> None of us are going to go out and love buy Julie it. Delpy. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Hey, Julie in Delpy. Love and even. With. You the did movie. a Adam Goldberg. pretty good job. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, writing. Uh huh directing uh-huh. and, and starring st- yeah. in this movie. That's tough. 
made the list. Maybe guys, maybe the missing element is Chris Rock. Maybe Chris Rock comes into this universe so. and this follow-up sequel and also is I awesome. hope uh, five years does some good yeah. for this. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. I think I'm gonna look it up, and if it's I hope there's a third yeah. one. She's like doing her own two days trilogy, thing. Albuquerque, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some random <laughs> two days in Bali. Two Ooh, days, that'd be cool. Stuck in Kansas. Two days in Tokyo would be cool. Two, two days, days in, in Bali. Two days in Sydney. But if it's like two days in, yeah, I feel like, like they missed an Kansas. opportunity to two franchise on. <laughs> yeah. You keep flipping. Again, Steph, this I keep magazine, looking for it. <laughs> this magazine you keep looking for movies that haven't been made before. printed <laughs> in the year 2008. But if you go far So anything post-2021 won't be in there. Won't be in here, yeah. <laughs> See, they've yeah. got Field of Dreams. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Um, There's movies that should not be on there. There mm. is. And I would say, for me, all of these years removed, I would probably bump Two Days in Paris from it's getting this list. Out. It's not on the list anymore. Put something else there. Yeah. And now we get to ask Steph. I bet Steph, Julie Delpy's got a movie that I like more. Maybe. Since. Steph, what movie would you put onto a list of the 500 Yes, what is your pick? Movies? So, I mean, we've already talked about Shawshank, and that's already on there. So, I... What? And you can pick it even though it's on there if you I'm, want, because it's I don't not know on the guest if, pick. Yeah, see, this is this is our list of movies oh, that we've Man. seen. Oh, Rain Lovely, yeah. And good. then this is the guests list here. I see. So, they've added different... So I'm, I don't I'm know. skimming the list. I don't know if the Shawshank Redemption so, is on there. So you can give a Shawshank Redemption we know you love, but do you have another one? I do. And it's another one from... One of the greats. Childhood. From I'm Frank s- Darabont. I'm going to say. Gonna, I'm just going to look at this mood list. <gasps> I'm so glad Peanut Butter Falcon is on there. Yeah, I Peanut Butter Falcon. I still movie. haven't seen it. Well, say, oh, say, so say the movie and we'll double check to see if it's on here already. I'll, I'll try to remember. I'm going to go with, just to change it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. I, I, gonna, I love Moulin Rouge. So You're going to go with Moulin there? Rouge? Yeah, I'm going to go with Moulin Rouge. I don't oh, think shit. it's on here. Make just, sure, we're just going to add a musical for fun. <laughs> but also make sure different. it's not on there. Or, or, not, you said Moulin Rogue. Yeah, oh, Moulin Rouge. I'm sorry. I'm so used to spelling rogue the Mulan. word rogue. Moulin Rouge, one. Yeah. I'm so used to spelling the word rogue in so many I'm different sure contexts. Uli Bukushe, Abit. Let's find out. Let's find out. It's not on there. It's not on Josie and the Pussycats. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Didn't Caitlin pick that? Uh, oh, nice. Uh, uh, Kim and Aaliyah. Oh, Kim it and Aaliyah. Follows. It. Wait, wait. I want to see this. Okay, here I'm we go. Excited. Here's, here's the list. It starts with oh, Newsies. Did Bert pick that? <laughs> no, that was Kimmy Lucas. I think okay. picked it up. starts with the top two movies. The top four actually are Keller and I's picks. We I chose see. those because we did the first four episodes. I, I, Jurassic Park's great yeah. with no guest, so it's just Keller and I, and then we got guests on. Wait, Hot Rod isn't that the one with um, Andy Samberg from when? Steph, we're about to go put this movie on right now. Right now. Are you serious? Jesus Christ. As you look through this list, why Moulin Rouge? You love it just because it is beautiful, amazing, it makes you happy. You love it from childhood. I like I like the way that they I think I saw some behind the scenes stuff with it and I was just really impressed with the way that the the cinematography plus the music plus the Every visual element that they did with it mm-hmm. and the act, the character acting in it, I thought was really, really interesting. I like the way that they, you know, 
cut up and mixed songs together and a real made a little musical. love story in yeah. the thing. And I did show choir, so I'm a big fan of, of <laughs> you know, these I did these show shows. choir, and that's the reason I don't like Moon. <laughs> 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 oh, no. Oh, no. Well, now it's on the list. It's on the list. And we'll have to watch it one day. Keller and I will also, watch it. Also, my mom had a CD, and it was the Moulin Rouge soundtrack. And so, oh, so not so it even played the songs. to fucking death. My I can sing every song, a, though. I, I can nail every one of them. Go. Steph, yeah. you start one. Away, Just kidding. Keller's, Keller's going to finish it. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, go, go ahead. I mean, uh, it's not Kings of Leon. But. No, they sing. They do some Sting song. Uh, I don't know. We could be heroes. Away. We could be heroes. Forever and ever. Moulin Rouge. Man, you got called on your bluff. I actually dude. don't know all the words. <laughs> What's the most famous song from Moulin Rouge? Not That's the Volley Bouquet. Um, Diamond is, Dogs. No. Is they call me the Diamond Dogs? Uh, Diamond Diamonds Dogs. are forever. That's a, that's a Ted Lasso. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Girl's best friend. That was also in Birds of Prey. Interesting. But Diamond Dogs. I don't think it was the Nicole Kidman version. Is that, is that, remember? That's a David Bowie song. You, when you were talking about Ted Lasso earlier? Yeah, that's what they call each other. They called each other the Diamond Diamond Dogs. They did, and I saw that episode. They called them. And we, but not for Moulin Rouge. Is that why? I don't know. No, it could be. I don't think Ted Lasso took the Moulin Rouge. No, it's from, it's a David Bowie song. I think oh. I think maybe the but yeah. Moulin Rouge took that David Bowie song or whatever and put no I think it's just it. Diamonds Are Girl's Friend we just got there's watch. one called Diamond Dogs oh really that yeah. one too yeah call See? me the Diamond Dogs Hector's not any longer I have no idea I've never seen it we all know this song I love it that's one of my faves Diamond Dogs yeah it's perfect See, you got Johnny Legs you got Jimmy Broads Great movie. Diamond Dogs. Jungle Song. Nikki, 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 Nikki Kids. Kids. You got Yui McGregs. Yui Max. Yui Max. Who's the bad guy? It's not like this. It's scary. So, uh, Nick Nolte? It is Nick Nolte. <laughs> no, but he sounds like Nick Nolte. Danny DeVito? No, it's not Danny DeVito. Uh, the Thing from the Fantastic Four? Who are you talking about? It's The Thing. Mm. Who sounds like that? What actor sounds remember. like that? I don't remember. I think it's just Probably the character. Anyway, so you would say, Steph, that you're inspired by that movie. It's fun. It's, yeah. It's, okay. it's a like, visual feast. Well, yeah. I would put... Wait, wait. Also, I there's would an exclamation put, point at the end of Rouge. Yeah, when you're Harry right. When Harry Met right, Sally right. is on there, right? Yes, okay. absolutely. I, I think that's it's been... I've someone's added it, right? One million times, I'm sure. I'm pretty so sure. That's why I did not put that movie. I'm pretty sure. Richard okay. Roxburgh is Roosh. the Duke. Gary McDonald Roosh. is the See, Doctor. See, I, I, I think I watched a, a like um, behind-the-scenes or documentary thing on all the characters and their choices and stuff, so mm-hmm. I think that's what made it particularly... Kylie Minogue. You know, it's... that's oh, she is? Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, Kylie Minogue, because she's an Australian, and so is Nicole Kidman. Uh, and, and so is Boz Lerman. Boz Lerman, I was Australian. Oh, Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys see his other movies? Australia. Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. I've seen Romeo plus Juliet. Yeah, that one. I remember it being good. But I got to rewatch it. I don't it. think I'd like it. So, did you yeah. know that, like, he, he, the movies he made, one was through dance, which was ballroom dancing, one was mm-hmm. through words, which was Romeo and Juliet, mm. and then one was through song, which was Moulin Rouge. So, he just wanted different mediums. Oh. Well, then he was, made Australia, which was through the Australia. desert. The Great Gatsby. Which was through excess. Opulence. 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 All these. Leo. <laughs> 
gifts. Yeah, gifts. <laughs> the first, everyone's gifts. favorite. We're all we're all doing the gifts. the hand cheers sign of the mm-hmm. champagne. I'm doing the one where he's pointing at a TV. <laughs> that one. That's great. Um, Steph, this has been a pleasure. Oh, an truly. Pleasure. Best way for us to get back into this dumb project, and um, we're oh, going to be back. We're going to be back next week. Keller, what is the movie that we're watching next week? Um, it's a good one. It's a good oh, one. Oh, Election. Election. Oh, I shit. forgot to look up where it's streaming, and I'm going to do that right now. Do it. So that I can tell everybody listening where to watch Election. I, I don't think I've seen from it from its entirety. I just saw it over the pandemic. <gasps> and you liked it? It was really interesting to see I mean, I appreciated it. I don't know that I liked it, but it's like, again, the whole character thing. Mm-hmm. You're going to see some interesting characters. I love Reese Witherspoon. I have a... You're going to love this movie then. Traumatic Sorry. story about this movie that I'm going to share. Oh. How traumatic? Next week. More oh. traumatic than Jurassic Park? Wait, what? No, okay. but it's 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 kind of funny. Um, basically, I watched this no, movie. No, don't tell, this, tell no, the story no, 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 after no, no. the podcast. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you after. I'll tell okay, you after. Okay, I'll tell okay. you after. But okay. good news it. is... It's streaming basically everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah. As well as Netflix and Paramount Plus. Mm. And even you can watch it on the Roku channel uh, with ads. And it's on Canopy for free. So watch Election from 1999 on Netflix, Amazon Prime, Paramount Plus, Roku, or Canopy. And then you can like rent it everywhere else. This is a, an, an app called Just Watch. I was looking to see where you found you it. Punch, okay. You punch in the movie title and it'll tell you where it's streaming. Perfect. I'm going to download that. Essential. Right Ooh. now. Essential. Steph, before we go, please let the people know where they can find you online and support your work. You all are so sweet. You can find me at Steph Woodburn, S-T-E-F Woodburn on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, all the... Pick yeah. one. Sweet. Yeah, all those Sweet. Things. And then do all of them. And is there Thanks. anything that you can say that you are working on or would they would you just say follow you and then stay tuned for stuff that's coming out? I would say that, yeah. Okay. I, I'm primarily writing right now, so I don't know <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe maybe there'll be Quanking some cool stuff. Out. You never know. You never know. Yeah. Well we're gonna have to have you back um next year, I guess. <laughs> or next time you and if anybody wanted to learn how to write a movie, <laughs> oh, yeah. Steph. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You can hit me up. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Steph, thanks again. Thanks for watching Two Days in Paris. Thanks so much. So fun. Much. Thanks for having me over. I had a fun night. The best possible way to ever watch this movie. Yes, Definitely. for sure. Is the way we did it tonight. <laughs> to, to agreed. Agreed. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Go watch Election streaming on all those things. We'll see you in a week. Uh, bye. Bye. Bye.